no, it's like I, I, I try to, you know, in which when you have people first starting out with you, I mean, the best thing to do is put them on a machine that's really not mm-hmm. really not worth a whole lot of money. Because if it does break, I mean, it's easy to replace. Yeah. But at the same time, too, you got to think people who are coming into this industry and they buy the cheaper equipment, it's because they don't have the money for the expensive mm-hmm. stuff yet. So say, for instance, you're in a, you know, you're right in the middle of a paint correction or a polish and your machine goes down and you're on a deadline. Like, I just wish that they made these machines a little bit more durable for the people mm-hmm. who are starting out until they get to the point where, hey, you know, I'm going to go ahead and make that, uh, I'm going to make that that purchase. I'm, I'm going to go out and buy that roof mm-hmm. so I can I can have something a little bit more reliable. Then you can take that little polisher and set it in the back, you know, just in case, you know, hey, yeah. you know, I don't feel like swapping out pads. I'll set this one up for my second step. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to pass this down to another person whenever they start polishing or whatnot. Because I'm, I'm telling you, man, I still have that same sh- the, the same electric Chicago I've had since I started detailing. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Detail Spot Podcast. My name is Dustin. I'm the host of this podcast. And in this episode, we have on Eric with Lumberjack Auto Detailing in Fayetteville, North Carolina. We've had Eric on in a, a previous episode, and I consider him a good buddy now. And we just have a lot of fun just chatting um, and really just sharing experiences, sharing stories and uh, really just talking all about detailing. So I hope you enjoy this episode and let's get it. Get there. But like I learned on a high speed, like the first, mm-hmm. the first polish I ever picked up was it was a DeWalt high speed. And that's the only, <laughs> that's the only thing that actually makes like detail. pretty easy. Like it is a pretty easy um, having that attention to detail. Like yeah, is, that's the hard, it is the hard part, but like everything is easy. Like dual action is super easy. You can't really hurt anything. You can, if like the paint yeah. was already messed up, but like, paint itself if it's supposed to be the way it is like can't really hurt anything with a dual action but having that that fear in the back of your head with a rotary like that's what makes it hard you know it's like that that's what separates bro but whole that (laughs) feeling i'm telling you man if you stop moving like you instantly have to pull the polisher away like fuck god i did not burn through that damn clear it's it's terrifying (laughs) Using a high speed is terrifying. Like my wife knows how to use it. She hates using, it, and I hate using it. Like I, I like the one side on the boat. I did with my uh, my Millie because the Millie kind of replicates force rotation. Yeah, it's kind of like a new age, a new age, you know, polisher, a buffer. Um, so I was getting really good results out of the out of the Millie, but it was just taking forever. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the other side. All right, man, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna pull out the high speed on it. I don't want to use the high speed on it, but I'm gonna try. Yeah. And I, I just took some um, Sonax Cut Max for gel coating. Yeah. Threw it on a threw it on a cut pad, and I swear to God, through the in a fraction <laughs> of the time. But like the 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 methodical like attention paying you have to do mm-hmm. when you're fucking with a rotary. It's like, it's like open heart surgery, like one mishap, <laughs> yep. one, I'm repainting a boat. Yep. I could, could possibly put me into debt repainting a boat. <laughs> so you got to be really careful. And like, yep. I, I, I mean, dude, running a rotary machine is like a, it's like a, it's like the, like the, the blacksmiths of the world. Like mm-hmm. how many people do it anymore? Yeah. Like, so you gotta, you gotta a lot of attention when it comes to a rotary. And I will lie. Like- I mean, it's fun. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm not the greatest with it. Like I will use it and have used it. And like, if it ever came to like a, the paint was just absolutely trash. Like that is the quickest way to mow it down. But I, I don't finish off with the rotary. Like that's one thing that like, um, you know, I'll get it to a point to where it's marred and then I'll actually pull out the dual action. Yeah. There's some guys that are like the same way. Yeah. I, I won't, I won't finish an entire car with a Hell no. It's just, that's, and honestly, man, with like, with the heat, like if you're if you're if you're somewhere where it gets hot mm-hmm. and you're working with the, in the heat, that machine is going to be extremely hot. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there's there's quite a few polishers that I use that I have to actually set down for a good 15, 20 minutes mm-hmm. to cool down because like it's just alone touching it is is already hot enough. Yeah. And with the thing that you build up with a rotary machine, that's just shit gets hot. It does. Yeah. You know, you're surrounded by the heat of the environment. You got lights on you. You know, and we use those, uh, we use like a, a Craftsman um, halogen light, and which is yeah. 
a awesome, awesome light it shows off everything. But mm. um, yeah, it's just like you got to be really, you got to be really careful with a rotary because if you you tear something up, there's no fixing it. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, like you you know, I mean yeah, I mean it's pretty idiot proof to to screw up with a DA. Yeah. Uh, or you know, but using a, a high speed like there's so many factors that go into it that mm-hmm. one 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 wrong move like the i was training somebody on like an old used hood and uh you could just tell he hung out on that body line for just too long and then yeah. as soon as he pulled up all you saw was white because they've gone down the base coat mm-hmm. what is that i was like Dude, there's no paint there anymore it's gone <laughs> it's like, you ruined it <laughs> good thing it it was an old hood and seeing that exactly so like i'll I'll have my guys practice on their stuff it's like tear up your car it's your car like and and i'll give you i'll give you the right idea on how to do it if you tear it up that's obviously on you it's your job you know but um but yeah anytime we're we're working with any kind of like rotary or like a heavy cut or we're doing like wet sanding or something like that and i'm training them it's always on like a used fender Mm -hmm. door hood or even like a scrap car that someone's really not concerned about tearing up. Mm. So you get a good idea of what you're working with and how, how paint kind of reacts to different things. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah r- rotaries. That's, that's exactly what me and the wife started working on. Like when we first got, when I first got into detailing, cause I started off at, um, I started off at Valley, uh, here in town, the Volkswagen dealership. And, um, we, uh, we, I started doing headlights a lot. Mm-hmm. So I had noticed that like when they wet sand everything, um, it still had that cloudy haze to it. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't look, didn't look good. And then of course you would spray the clear over top, but the clear to me never really lasted. Yeah. like it should. So I got into using the high speed to actually polish the headlights, like completely, mm-hmm. completely clear. And then um, I would put wax over top of it to try to help keep it clear because that was before ceramic coating was a thing. Yeah. So now what we'll do is we'll just completely sand down the headlights. And I mean, I'm, I'm starting at, you know, 600 all the way up to like almost 5,000 grit sandpaper, like mm-hmm. to make sure the light is, even without getting polished, it's still clear as fuck. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's crystal clear. And then we'll put a, uh, we'll put our max coating on top of it to help keep it, you know, yeah. from yellowing again. And so far so good. Like we've never had an issue out of it, but, like using the rotary machine on like, say like a set of Tacoma headlights, mm-hmm. it's like the easiest plastic to work with because mm-hmm. they'll cut without you having the wet sand, they'll just straight cut and it'll yeah. get back to really clarity, like real, real clear headlight. And then we'll go ahead and um, <clears throat> we'll go ahead and cover it with ceramic, but so far so good. We've never had an issue out of it, but that's mm-hmm. where I first kind of learned how to use the headlights. The ro- it's such a tight, it's such a tight area that you have to be careful with it. <clears throat> yeah. And then if you course, don't like, the bumper sometimes on some of them sticks out and that backing plate will oh, smack yeah. that. I've yep. done that before. Not going to yep. lie. But. So I, I like the pads where it actually rotate, like it, it yeah. comes up off the backing plate. So you have like a lot of, you know, a lot of like movement. Leeway. Where you can kind of like turn the polisher on its side. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are some of my favorite pads for that. But at the same time too, like I double layer like any kind of tape, like we'll yeah, tape off free sure. around just in case you do hang out in that one spot for too long. We're not burning, you know, you know, painted areas around the headlight mm-hmm. and we're definitely not burning a headlight either. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I first started doing it, I, I, I burned quite a few first, headlights. First thing I've ever burnt was a headlight. It turns yeah. orange, just brown. You're looking at it. You're like, fuck. Yep. And then you got to try to wet sand it again to try to blend mm-hmm. it out. But honestly, once you get that little, that little moon shape yeah. on the headlight, there ain't shit you're going to do. Hell no. <laughs> it's, it's burned. It's, it's plastic. <laughs> Yeah, I tried wet sand and that bitch out and it was it wasn't coming, man. And the good part is is like headlight headlight so such a better thing to learn on anyway, because you replace a headlight versus getting a full repaint. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. It's like, oh yep. thank God, it's 150 bucks, worst case scenario, versus God, what's a fender cost to get repainted nowadays? Like yeah, five, nowadays. 600 bucks. Like, yeah, um, like we, we adopted like this new thing where like uh, if customers come in with a motorcycle or something like that, it's got like saddlebags on it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I actually have them remove everything. Yeah. Like At this point, like I don't want to be responsible for anything. Mm-hmm. So if I can get the customer, like we had a guy come in here who wanted, um, it was on a Ford F-150, had acid rain everywhere. 
every mm-hmm. every single window at acid rain and which I'm, I'm pretty decent with removing acid rain it's kind of like mm-hmm. one of my specialties i like it yeah. um like you can use like the you know quad zero steel wool to kind of break up the surface of the acid rain and you can use like a um you can use i, I like using mcguire's mm-hmm. um you know like scratch removal polish because it's mm-hmm. it's pretty on the glass so you don't have to really worry about it damage it yeah or um you got sarah glass so you can use sarah glass with like the 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 window cutting pads in which to me that it doesn't really work out for me. My wife gets really good results out of it, but it's like, kind of like, kind of like detailers preference, what works for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he brought his truck in and I had him remove the actual like camper shell. Um, I helped him move it off the truck though. But I was like, look, I'm not going to be responsible for removing this thing. So I drop it or, you know, it slips. I bust a window. I crack mm-hmm. some glass. I don't want to be responsible for it. So I was like, man, just, hey, I'll help you take it off. We'll set it on some tables. It, yeah. it took about a good day and a half to cut all the acid rain off of it. And then, of course, yeah. we coat, um, coat it with the System X glass coating. And, dude, it looked fucking mint. Yeah. Looked good. That's the thing with stuff like that. Like, I remember um, we had a guy that had two brand new, like, street glide bikes, like the Harley yeah. street glides or whatever. And, you know, they have those painted color match um, saddlebags. Yeah. And like bikes are not my specialty. Like I bought a bike one, one time and um, like for a summer fun thing. And like, I learned how to ride it and like sold it right after that summer, just because like, they're not like Mike, they're not like, to be honest, I'm scared of shit when I, whenever I ride it. So like, I don't know the ins and outs of a bike. So like, that's not my specialty really. So like that, he pulled both of these bikes in. I I actually made him drive them into the bay too. Like I I wasn't even comfortable enough driving his bike in and uh, he pulls them in and to take these saddlebags off, like it's pretty easy. It's like a a cord, like it has the, the lights that go to it, but like, it was pretty easy, but I was like, the whole time my guys are working on that bike, I'm like bugging because if they, accidentally tip one of those saddlebags over your your you know your your days ruined like so, so i i had a customer and which is a really good customer of mine that mm-hmm. i mean to come back multiple times really good customer but um this is why i adopted that uh saddlebag rule where they remove it and then they put them back on when they come back in yeah it's because he had these weird like push-in pop clips that mm-hmm. like turn like 90 degrees and now mind you I put his saddlebags on and he rechecked them and I thought everything was good. Mm-hmm. So he left, he called me like an hour later and said that he had lost a saddlebag on the highway. I was like, fuck dude. Oh Damn. my God. I was like, I, and it was a, it was a, it was like a rare colored paint. Like I think it was a road road King or something like that. I don't know what it was. Can't remember, but, um, the saddlebag, I was like, all right, man, the best thing I can tell you to do is like, look, I was the last one to touch them. Like, I'm, I'm going to all accept full responsibility for it. Being super transparent with the customers, let them know you got nothing to worry about. Um, and uh, I told him, I was like, look, just go to Harley, get an idea of how much a saddlebag would cost. Dude came back with an $870 bill. I was like, fuck, dude, that was the most expensive saddlebag I could have looked <laughs> up on. And uh, luckily he was like, look, man, he's like, look, you were, you were super transparent about it. You were honest about it. You didn't haggle me. You didn't tell me it wasn't your fault. You accepted responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. Give me 400 bucks. I'll go ahead and shell out the other $450 and we'll call it even. I was like, bet. All right, cool. So it, it was, a, it was a, it was a shitty check to write, but at yeah. the same time too, it's like, it's like when you're honest with your customers, they respect you more. Yeah. Rather the wool over their eyes and be like that wasn't me that must have been there before it got here and you just didn't see it yeah man i best thing to be is honest like i i I tell my guys like look you fuck something up just come tell me you fucked it up Mm -hmm. the same way i treat my kids if you do something wrong just be honest about it and trust me like we can move forward rather than rather than trying to beat it out of you just be like hey man did did this is this is this what happened yeah and you're like because then you can be proactive if they if you know up front yeah. like it's like hey i know like uh i had this guy it was a second week in and um his second week there he's pressure washing this this chevy this blue um like a 2017 silverado and you know like gm paints just dog shit anyway but like um and more than likely it probably did have like clear coat shipping just because I've never actually had clear coat just run off of the paint, but like essentially yeah. he was pressure washing this truck and a chunk of clear coat just comes off the door. So like 
the clear the blue is still there but it's just got a, a big chunk missing yeah and um and he's like nah man like i i, did, I don't like I, it was already there like that i'm like dog like we did a pre-inspect on this truck like it, it wasn't there you know and um yep. and i had to tell this customer and like that is the worst feeling ever of saying Hey oh, yeah. man, like you trusted us. We thought we were the best, but we just fucked up your truck. Like, you know, and he was cool with it though, actually. But I'm thousand dollars later, but yeah, I mean, which is a hard <laughs> pill to swallow, but it's a good lesson learned. Yeah. And it's because you can adapt what happened to you into further details to where it doesn't happen again. So yeah. now you know, if anything needs to be removed off of a vehicle, unless I personally know this customer, like we've, like we had a, like we did a, uh, a 95 civic and which is a good friend of mine's car um mm. and, and we had to remove his wing uh from the from the trunk so we went ahead and popped it off i mean in which in which i'll be able to do that because i know this person personally mm-hmm. like we're a different relationship rather than just being like customer and detailer we're actually yeah. friends. so like in that as and then that aspect it's easier to get away with stuff like that but especially like if, if it's like a new customer and you know you have to remove a wing i want them to be present while we're removing it mm-hmm. like look don't mind sticking by before we do like the but before we start digging into it i i'd like to go ahead and remove the wing while you're here because if there's anything that we need to be concerned about we can tackle it now mm-hmm. or if anything gets broken if anything gets tore up we can of course assess the situation because there was a we had a saline in here and um the the way they the way that someone installed that kit they used uh i don't know what kind of bolts they used but they were rusty they were terrible mm-hmm. so i gave him the wrench because I, I went to go try to pry the bolt loose and it just wouldn't pop loose mm-hmm. when they you know he pries it snaps the bolt head off i was like okay hey yeah your bolt head yeah your wrench so therefore <laughs> you, you saw it <laughs> you saw it i told you it wasn't gonna budge and he just he puts muscle into it snapped the bolt head off yeah but um Luckily, we extracted that bolt and put a new one in. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of like one of those things where I don't want to be stuck there, kind of holding the holding the responsibility of For it at sure. that. Because I mean, sh- shit will go wrong. Yeah, like, Newton's law and go, will go wrong. Like mm-hmm. it'll happen. You just have to be proactive about it and and be able to be like, hey, you know what? We screwed up. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, and uh, you know, I'll I'll uh, we'll fix it. Mm-hmm. But like a customer had come in here the other day, we just did a full full prep and a, a, a ceramic on a 2022 like badlands bronco mm-hmm. fire ass bronco beautiful yeah. and um they took it to moab so they were from north carolina to utah okay and took it off road they they beat the hell out of that truck and he brought it back to us and we we did like the full wash on it you know make sure the coating's good all that mm-hmm. other stuff and it did like a full interior on it but he gave me this sticker that he wanted installed on like the little elevation of the hood mm-hmm. and uh we went to go apply it well it wasn't like air channel type vinyl it was just cheap oracle stuff mm-hmm. and um he, he he was really adamant on trying to install it well we got it laid down but it had a crap ton of air bubbles in it because it's just nothing you're going to be able to do about it at that point yeah. and it had a bunch of wrinkles because i guess it sat on the shelf at someone's shop for you know a prolonged period of time so mm-hmm. it's like a couple wrinkles a couple you know a couple things we just couldn't get by so I called him and told him, I was like, look, man, I was like, I don't know how much you paid for the decal. Uh, we tried to install it. It really didn't work out. You know, mm-hmm. it's just crappy vinyl, mm-hmm. old vinyl. And uh, he was like, man, I paid like 70 bucks for it. I was like, all right, man, what, what I'll do is like, since we tried to install it against my better judgment, I just want to get it on the car for you. I'll just go ahead and deduct the 70 bucks off your bill. It is what it is. If you can find a better vinyl, bring it back to us. We can lay it, mm-hmm. but it's got to be at least 3M Avery air channel release it's mm-hmm. it's got to be a higher quality type vinyl because if not you're going to get stuck with this low quality vinyl and you know i i can i can install it but i can't necessarily say it's going to look perfect and which you know if you drop it off here and you want it perfect i, I want to get it as perfect as possible so yeah. just try to give me the 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 proper you know you know high quality type stuff you can get for us to give you like a high quality type turnaround Mm-hmm. But I called him to let him know what was happening. I was like, man, it's just crappy vinyl. There's really nothing we can do about it at this point. So he was pretty accepting about it. He said he paid like 70 bucks off of Amazon for it, and which to me is a little expensive. Yeah. But I told him, I was like, man, the best thing to do is go on a, go on a couple, you know, forums for Broncos and see what other people are using and kind mm-hmm. of go off what they're doing. You know, someone's obviously ran into this before we have. So yeah. just try, try your best just to 
you know, get a, get a better quality type stuff. And that, mm-hmm. that goes back to everything in the detailing world. They use high quality stuff at this point. In oh, yeah. Doing like high quality tent wrap, PPF, vinyl, mm-hmm. uh, high quality chemicals, stuff like that. Just then spend the extra money, make sure even, it's even tools. Like, um, yeah. I remember we have a like where my business is at, like we have a, it, it's a truck that comes by and he has like bulk chemicals to like almost like a snap on type of vibe to it. Same, same here. Yeah. And so like he, uh, my buffer, I had, I, we have three roops, but like roops, the bad part is you have to send them off, get them fixed and repaired. Yeah. Well, like my roops were like at the end of their, um, you know, they're at the point, like I had the first model of roops. And yeah. so like, that tells you how old that one machine was and it needed a new cord. So like we're sending that off and like, so our last roops, we had a correction in, we were only had that one buffer. So we had no backup buffer at that time. And like this, uh, DNM pulls up is that's the supply truck. And, um, I get some chemicals and then I'm like, Hey man, dude, like, do you have a buffer? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like, and I know the shit that he sells is, it would, would be cheap. Like his products are good. Like that's that bulk, his bulk, uh, chemicals were good, but like he gives me a, a Bauer. It's the, it's, I want it. I, yeah. I think it's even Arbor Freight, man. Arbor Freight buffer, Arbor man. Freight. And dude, I'm yeah. telling you like it worked, but like, and it got me through that job, but just the fact of like, that was the biggest waste of 150 bucks because that bitch broke not even a month later. And I don't even think they, I don't think you can even replace the brushes in them. Like, no. So normally like with Harbor Freight, like um, I actually have a Harbor Freight right down the road from our shop uh-huh. and if you need like some quick tools and they're Perfect. cheaper. Like Harbor Freight's great. Mm-hmm. Screwdrivers, uh, some detailing supplies like brushes, you know, the little mm-hmm. tiny like pick tools and stuff like that. Their, their shit's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one of my guys, a Bauer impact, so we can mm-hmm. use it on the, the drill brush. And man, I heard this horrendous whine, like, like one of these scariest sounds I've ever heard in my life. I like, just like, <laughs> so he comes over to me and starts hitting the trigger on the, on the Bauer. And it's making this fucking like high pitched squealing noise. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever played, um, I don't know. It kind of reminded me of like a silent hill, like that siren yeah, it scared the shit out of me for some reason, but uh, no, I took it back to uh, took it back to Harbor Freight and they looked at my account and they replaced the entire drill for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they have a really good return policy, but like I would never rely on mm-hmm. certain those, tools. Yeah, and honestly, and actually, here's one that like will surprise you. I actually um, I used to use the Honda pressure washers. That's what I used forever. Um, yep. Well. I was in a pinch one day and we needed a, a pressure washer bad. So like, instead of going to Lowe's spending $800 on the, on the yeah. Simpson motor and the, um, I think you can get either Simpson or Honda, but they're both around that seven, $800 yeah. price range, Honda or Harbor freight. You can go buy the motor to the pressure washer, which is like mm-hmm. $200 and you can order a pump from Amazon and it's like a hundred bucks. So you have a $350 setup, which is almost identical looking to the, yeah. um, to the Honda series and it has the same pump because you ordered it. It's a triple A yeah. pump. Dude, I'm telling you, man, like get the year warranty just in case it messes up. But like, that's been our go-to like, and we use it so much to where we do have to buy a new pressure washer motor, like every yeah. Yeah. year maybe, but like what's $200 for, you know, a motor that's yeah, right. going to last you a year. So even that's something that we use every day, but it's, it's, it's like, pretty reliable man lasted just as long as the honda did yeah we i i got super into use because they when i was at the old dealership we had a um a gas pressure washer Mm -hmm. that thing did just seem like every time you turn around it's just problem after problem after problem Mm -hmm. so i convinced my boss to let's go buy an electric pressure washer let's see if that makes any difference so i ran um we had an electrician come and run a new circuit and like ran the cord and dropped it down in front of the bay Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with electric pressure washers. They're simple. They're yeah. cheap. Like if something breaks, will you run out and grab another one for like 150, 200 bucks? Mm-hmm. And then not to mention too, like, like um, if, if you run the warranty, like you're supposed to, you just go back in and just swap it out for a brand new one when it breaks. So yeah. it's like, I have this constant, like just revolving door of like new pressure washers that are coming in. Yeah. And you know, it, it's working out pretty well. Like granted, good, good God. Sometimes they've, you know, yeah, to turn the water on and they're running the <laughs> pressure <Dries> washer. <laughs> but, 
luckily, luckily, we got a Lowe's right by. So let's give the uh, that's 15 uh, pressure washer. I'm not spending like 600 bucks on an AR 15 pressure washer gun. Science. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Hell no. That's cool. It's novelty. It's awesome to have, but I'm not. Uh, also. What do you? What do you guys use, like the the Sun Joes? No, I use a Greenworks pressure washer. Okay, yeah, the, uh, they're the, I think they're like the same thing. Um, yeah. I think it's like Lowe's versus um, Sun Joes. Yeah, I think they're the same. Those are kind of beasts, though. If they're not bad, if you if you if if you have a water hookup with actual PSI going to it, yeah. they'll last for a while. Like I, so basically, what we do is um like our our front lot, we have like a lock on the nozzle because mm-hmm. we are down. There's a lot of like. Uh, a lot of homeless people that walk around at night and I've come into the shop and I've noticed that the water was on because the ground's still wet. So I'm pretty sure someone probably took like a hobo shower in the front of the shop, which, I, which, okay, cool. But we put a lock on there to keep it from happening. Um, we, uh, we do the same thing in the rear, but we have like a hose that is like wound up outside, but the hose runs inside to the pressure washer mm-hmm. and so everything's inside. So the only thing you have outside is just like the hose. Mm-hmm. So if someone's brazen enough to just jump the fence and yeah. unhook those and take a shower, I mean, more power to you. I mean, <laughs> you, you, need, you need it bad at that. You point. need it pretty bad if you're going <laughs> to jump my fence and, and I, take a shower. Here's that's the, the cool thing about like the whole. That's kind of like the uh, cheat code to pressure washing, though. It's like warranty, man. Like you'll almost never yeah. have to pay for another pressure washer, especially with those too. Like those probably how many how many pressure washers do you guys? Um, how long would that last maybe maybe like two three a year maybe yeah if that and your warranty just covers it pretty pretty high yeah because i'll I'll get the one-year warranty on it Mm -hmm. so i know that before the year's up i can just go swap it out with a brand new pressure washer if we didn't break any in the in the in the process Mm -hmm. so normally what i'll do is i'll i'll swap one out but i'll buy a new one Mm -hmm. also put that one on that one year so if that one breaks i have one as backup so i don't have to go anywhere and when i have the time I can grab the broken pressure washer, take it back, and just swap it out for a new one. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, like constant, like just rotation of like new yeah. pressure washer, new pressure washer. And I kind of do that with everything, like the the polishers we have. I get the warranties on those. So if those break, you know, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and work out the money, have another one on backup just in case someone needs it. We tried the the new, uh, I believe it's the G eight, uh, the Grios. Yeah, the Grits. Yeah, it was a pretty decent machine. Um, but I've had a lot of issues with like the trigger button, mm-hmm. like the trigger lock. It's always the little shit on those. Like, yeah. like it's like the Grios, the Bauer, there's another one, um, the SPTA or whatever. The, yeah. Um, those three men, like I always had issues with like the stupid shit that like, but that's almost unrepairable sometimes. Yeah, the, uh, the semantical type stuff. The yeah. Small, the stuff that really shouldn't cause the, the machine to go down but it's a little stuff that causes it to go down yeah at that point fix it yeah it's like um they have like these two little side knobs on them to where they they Mm -hmm. push in the connectors for the power and one of those snapped in half so so i i have no other way of using this machine other than trying to just super glue the cat back together and force it on there and running some electrical tape around it to keep it sandwiched Mm -hmm. so the print so the 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 polisher will work Mm -hmm. i was like <laughs> Good, you know, spending this kind of money for shit that's just gonna break. It's kind of useless at this point, dude. I, we we recently went to um, Roops. I, I really do love Roops. I think like it's a good brand, but when you start having employees and stuff, it wasn't like my cup of tea. And they're yeah. having to send things off, like um, and which all of them I think you do, or some of them like the Grios. I don't I, think you can even send. I, if it. I'm not mistaken, I think you can get like a, a rebuild kit for a, okay. a Roops. And you can do it yourself. Uh, I've oh, seen a lot of fences though, man. Like, like refurbishing their polishers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, for I mean, for the price point of roofs, I mean, it, shit better not break. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I've, I went to the Max Shine though recently. Like those, man. Yeah. If have you tried those yet? The um... I haven't tried Max Shine yet. I want to. Like we're gonna start moving people up here, like mm-hmm. as far as polishes and paint corrections. So when they move up, of course, I'm gonna let them move up with what they have. So I need to get some some beginner type polishers for people who are coming in kind of like learning stuff and yeah i know we got um god what is that torx oh my god i can't stand that machine what is it a torx oh yeah the chemical guys spin i can't off. stand it. yeah I can't it's terrible stand it. it is the slowest moving polisher mm-hmm. 
I've ever dealt with. And the digital speed controller, mm-hmm. it's annoying. It's barely ever responsive. You gotta, it's 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 annoying. And that thing's been hanging up in the shop on one of the hooks for about two years now, and I've yeah. I, I've never I've tried it once or twice, and I've, I'll never touch it again. It's a piece, I got a little knockoff. I call her I call her um uh Betty little Betty or mm-hmm. Betsy or her name is one of my guys named her, mm-hmm. and uh that thing will fucking run, man. What is it? What's the brand know. of it? It's literally just a yellow and black machine. It's not a, it's oh, not a default, but this is just like a, a knockoff type roofs. Like yeah. it, is, it is a straight, just Chinese, black, bad a straight Xerox machine of, <laughs> of roofs. Yeah. But that bitch will run. Dude, sometimes, it, man, you get a good, like, you, you almost luck of the draw, like yeah. on those machines to where it's like, or any tool, it's like, straight knockoff you don't expect it to like just last at all but sometimes they do man yeah it's like i i tell people that machine was built on friday like yeah. <laughs> my dude that, was, that was his first day there that was his first polisher he ever built on a friday he used the best parts he put so much love into it and it runs like a drink any other time you're getting a machine that's built on monday with shit's falling on the floor yeah i don't need this bolt don't worry about it like it, <laughs> it'll be fine dude, yeah but you You'll love the freaking um. If you ever like want like a go to though, that Max Shine, it, it's it literally feels. I'm not gonna say feels because like Roops is pretty smooth and the quietness of it is there. Like yeah. oftentimes, like with the cheaper machines, you run into like how loud and like vibe the vibration. Um, yeah. That Max Shine, they make a like a I guess like a consumer grade and a Pro series. The yeah. Pro series. Dude, I'd put it right there with Roops, man. Longevity wise, everything. I'll have to get one. I'll have to give yeah. it a shot. It's like half the price. Honestly, my wife stands behind Roops like more than like she is yeah. the Roops fucking fangirl I've ever met in my life. She loves Roops. Anything yeah. Roops. And they're she'll... and they're they're Italian, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you got that kind of that. Now Roops is an awesome company. I'll give it, it to is. you. They a machine. But like not many people are going out spending, you know. 350 400 on a polisher no no you know because like you you do have a lot of entry-level people who'd want like you know a bauer is the only kind of machine that they can they can mm-hmm. afford right now or go into advance and buying a grants or mm-hmm. um you know buying something like the sdpa off of amazon or yeah. ebay something like that so and, and that's cool too, i wish because... i wish they would make them a little bit better for people who are starting mm-hmm. out and, like but the thing gonna, is is they may last for them because they're, uh, they're not um, using them as much. So like yeah, yeah. when you're just yeah, starting, it is kind of a good entry level, yeah. like get you a Bauer. Um, ours only didn't last because I had dipshit working, like, like <laughs> using it every day. And just, dude, my dudes, they would be, I'd, they were, I mean, I loved them, but like, they would come in and they'd be like, Hey man, I broke the, I broke the machine again. I'm like, what'd you do? He's like, uh, I fell off the stool and slapped the ground like while it was going. I'm like, bro, yeah, one, one of my guys, one of my guys has a bad running with stools around here. We we yeah. try to keep we try to keep him away from stools as much. <laughs> we we, we I, limit I, him. I, I expected myself. You, you, yeah. We fixed it. We fixed I it. But I, we gotta. Like I, yeah, I'm gonna give him like one of the little foldable step stools. <laughs> he ain't allowed to use the big the big step stool. I want to take a moment really quick from this episode and tell you about the detail community. Right now, it is brand new. We've on, It's only been going on for a few months, so we are still in that founding member stage. So you get you can get a founding member rate at, and get your first 30 days for only a dollar. Then after that, it's only $27 a month. You never have to worry about it going up. So for joining, you're going to get access to a library of resources. It has a business class area to where you can see all of the uh, strategy systems tools that it takes to grow or start a detailing business you know it goes over sales strategies seo google my business marketing um, social media everything that's really going to push the needle forward and uh, move the needle in your business so you're also going to get access to exclusive podcast episodes that are only available to detail community members you're also going to get access to a community forums area to where you can you know get support from other detailers inside 
side that are also really ambitious and looking to grow their business. So you can connect and grow with them and, you know, share support with them as they share support with you. It's a great place to hold each other accountable and just connect with really serious people that are looking to grow their business. We also do live events and live hangouts every month where we come together, share wins, share ideas, ask questions, and just talk all about detailing. And it's just another great way to connect with the other members inside of the community. You get access to all of that, plus so much more. I could go on and on talking about what's included in this. Um, and there's so much more that is coming in the pipeline. Um, you know, that's part of it. You becoming a founding member, you would get access to everything that's there now. And you get access to the evolution of this, things that are added in the future. This founding member rate of $27 a month is going to be going away really soon. And it's never going to be this low again. Um, so you as a founding member can join today and get access to everything that's included now and access to everything that is added in the future. That's kind of the perk of it is everything that's added to the library that would be a separate product. You're going to get access to that uh, for being a founding member and it's only $27 a month. So the best way to look at it is for what it would cost you for a bottle of all purpose cleaner. Um, you can get access to strategies and systems and just everything like the accountability for from this and you know all the 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 knowledge that's inside this um, if it gets you one client that could pay for your membership for a whole year you know if there's one thing that maybe you overlooked say you've been in business for years and you overlooked one of these strategies or tools that's taught inside here and it just so happens to land you one lead or two leads your membership's paid for for a long time at $27 a month. So get access today, become a founding member um, before this, this uh, the price goes up um, because it's never gonna be this low again. So make sure to click the link in the show notes or click the link in the description if you're watching on YouTube and go ahead and join and become a founding member of the Detail community. I cannot wait to see you inside. I cannot wait to see your business grow and I can't wait to connect with you more. But no, it's like, I, I, I try to, you know, and which, when you have people first starting out with you, I mean, the best thing to do is put them on a machine that's really not, mm -hmm. really not worth a whole lot of money. Because if it does break, I mean, it's easy to replace. Yeah. But at the same time, too, you got to think people who are coming into this industry and they buy the cheaper equipment, it's because they don't have the money for the expensive mm -hmm. stuff yet. So, say for instance, you're in a, you know, you're right in the middle of a paint correction or a polish, and your machine goes down, and you're on a deadline. Like, I just wish that they made these machines a little bit more durable for the people mm -hmm. who are starting out until they get to the point where, hey, you know, I'm going to go ahead and make that, uh, I'm going to make that that purchase. I'm, I'm going to go out and buy that roof mm -hmm. so I can, I can have something a little bit more reliable. Then you can take that little polisher and set it in the back, you know, just in case, you know, hey, yeah. you know, I don't feel like swapping out pads. I'll set this one up for my second step. Or I'm going to pass this down to another person whenever they start polishing or whatnot. Because I'm, I'm telling you, man, I still have that same the, the same electric Chicago I've had since I started detailing, <laughs> doing paint corrections. I still have that bitch in my toolbox. The gray, uh, the gray and black. The gray, red Chicago. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, I'm not going to lie to you. That is my go-to polisher. Hey, for real though, yeah. I, I know that thing will can keep spinning and keep yep. spinning keep spinning because like like roops is designed for roops product yeah if you use like a ccs pad or you know anything other than like even if you grab like an adams a adams pad or mm. a hex pad from chemical guys and you're using a root pet or a roops i feel like the, it, it, it gets hung up quite a bit like mm. it'll stop moving but i know that if i grab my little chicago it's going to keep running hey, regardless of everything. Whatever, whatever pad you put on it, it's going to keep on moving. Yeah. And I received a little thing because it was like 79 bucks brand yeah. new. And I remember actually when I first started detailing, my dad bought me that polisher. So I'll never get rid of that polisher. Yeah. But um, yeah, that is my go-to polisher. And my is wife gives me. Is it a jitter buffer? No. It's oh, just it's a, it's a dual action? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dual action, but okay. it, it, some bitch will run. And my wife gives me shit about it because we've got, millies we've got lhrs we've got yeah. you know we've got the minis we've got the the we've got the the tiny little ibers we we've got everything roots in here and uh, she can look at me like we spent all this money on all these great polishers and you're using a chicago <laughs> like look man it's like it's like i just know which one's gonna get the job done for me yeah like i'm i'm telling you like if, if you if you can learn on something like that and a and like a dewalt 
you know, high mm-hmm. speed, you're you're doing you're doing good for yourself. It makes you appreciate the the better ones. Tim Bradham Customs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Tim Bradham Customs in Fayetteville. Great guy. <laughs> yeah shout out Tim Bradham yeah Um, but yeah man if if, I'm telling you man like like the people who are just coming into the industry if you especially especially if like you're buying stuff that you know that like it's a little out of your price range right now but you know eventually you're going to get up to those higher level you know products and whatnot it it does make buying those a lot more you do appreciate a lot more you Get to the point where you're like, okay, I can finally get this Rupes. I or you know, I can finally get this, you know, high speed DeWalt. Like I can finally, you know, get this and step my game up and start looking more professional. Mm-hmm. But honestly, at the same time, too, man, I I like to say it's it's kind of like guns because like I, I I got really into building guns for a while. It's it's shooter's preference. Mm-hmm. It's whatever works for you. If, yeah. if that site does you don't like that site, but it's expensive, but you can go get an aim point and do great with it then run what you like that's that's it's it's what it's what you're gonna get the job done as as efficiently as professional as possible so if you're you know 20 years in the game and you're still using a chicago hey more power to you yeah. it goes to show that you don't need the expensive stuff to get the job done like anybody well not anybody i mean you obviously need skill and practice but mm. anyone can grab a polisher and learn on it, especially mm. A, a da i mean it's it's pretty it's pretty idiot proof yeah. to keep tear a, up something keep the, the back and plate spinning and you're good yeah. to go <laughs> you know exactly. that's that's like the biggest advice is like you can keep that back and plate from stalling like tilt your pad until it reaches a point to where it's flat on the panel yeah. and where it yeah. doesn't stall you're good on that like you, and like and, and like I, I try my best to teach my guys on how to use like the different kind of polishers but when it comes mm-hmm. to like like say like you're using a high speed nobody ever really lays a high speed flat. That's some bitch will jump all over the pan. <laughs> like you gotta have that certain technique. Angled, you're, yeah. pulling, you're, pulling it and you're being smooth with it. Like every yeah. once in a while you might like <laughs> you know, hit, a, hit a little rough panel, but I mean, it happens. It, you're like, oh, simmer down now, girl. You know, like, <laughs> bring her back a little bit. <laughs> Take a break, man. I'll cut you off for a minute. Cool down. You're, 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 you're acting wild right now. But you like, know the- I've, I've gotten to the point where like, I'm like, when I'm showing my guys how to use the the rotary, like I'm, I'm literally one running hand. the rotary one handed on let an her, angle. Let her walk. Yeah. I'm just letting her do her thing. And then everyone else is like, what the fuck? how is he doing that? Like, <laughs> me, I love it. Yo, meanwhile, they're over there like. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> all over the panel. It's the forearms, man. The forearms <laughs> polish are really slow. Yeah. I, I eat my spinach. Yo, and you know the beauty of it though is like using those old equipment and like it's a double-edged sword because it's like don't buy it if you can't afford it right off the rip yeah you know uh, like yeah. obviously because they're so much cheaper like use what you can afford but obviously eventually upgrade as you go but like <laughs> because w- when you do upgrade it's like it's almost like it gives you a little bit like i always know for me like one year maybe my first year I was using like some sh- a shit brand of polishes and a shit brand of uh you know what I could afford essentially like yeah. you know wasn't making it so um and then when you do start getting the business picks up it's like you know you then upgrade so you get some more stuff in the mail and it just brings back that excitement because oh, yeah. now you want to grind that much harder to get more vehicles mm-hmm. in so that you can use this stuff that you got like so it's almost <laughs> like it gives you like a little bit more joy as well like as you upgrade it, it, uh- it 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 definitely gives you that that feeling of progression yes. like you're, you're getting better like mm-hmm. i've made money i can spend that money now i can get something better i can up i can you know i can get my skills a little bit higher using something that everybody else is using yeah we, i mean yeah i mean I, I i love it when people do that but at the same time too though i was i i always seem to revert back to the stuff that i started <laughs> know it so much better cuz it still like, works yeah, it, it works. I mean, it's 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 tested. I've done it for so many years now to where I know it's going to work and I know the results I'm going to get out of it. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like Maguire's, like the, the M105, the, yeah. the two of Shit. That's the OG I, shit right that's there. That's some of my best stuff. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> Bro, like, oh, man, like, oh, Manzernas and, and Wolfgang polishes and, uh, and, and, and Coach and Creme and all this stuff. Like, okay, yeah, those are, those are cool. Yeah. They definitely, like that's definitely the cool stuff on the market but yeah like are you going like are you going high speed with some megs m105 uh-huh 
know how to do that yeah yes so, like, bro that brings I, back some memories man because like yeah you, you could go into auto zone and like slinging dust everywhere everywhere bro everywhere. Yeah. making a big mess and honestly like that stuff works like the m105 the m100 the m205 yeah. like those three that combo kind of those three work almost for every paint it's a yeah. really durable mix and it will take two to three steps like sometimes with those but like that was all they had kind of like whenever like they were the ogs of it like those products you could go into look, AutoZone. look and buy in my it. opinion mcguire still makes some of the best products yeah. on the market mm -hmm. they're tested this tried and true it's old stuff just reputable it's, yeah it's reputable stuff you know you're gonna get the job done with it but it's like it's i think people just get too caught up in like the new the new mm -hmm. stuff in which you should be using new stuff you should always have you know, new polishers or like expensive stuff or this, that, or the other. Like you should use this rather than this. And that's when it all goes down to detailer's preference. Whatever you feel like mm -hmm. using, whatever works for you, just because it works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for me. Mm -hmm. Like if you've got the skill to use, you know, Meguiar's to where, you know, you're like an old body shop guy who's mm -hmm. just slinging fucking compound all over. <laughs> Put it on a pad like this. Yeah, you're priming <laughs> it, just it in, just... Yeah, you got so much polish on your hand. You're like, all right, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. Like you're priming yourself at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Going fucking full tilt. Like, dude, okay, I respect those dudes, man. Like you're getting the oh, job yeah. done. But it's like, and it's like you got some of the guys who are like, like they'll wear like a three-piece suit to work. And like they're very <laughs> proper with what they're doing. And it's, it's very clean. And yeah. it's just, it's just the environment where you learned is what works for you. Like I, I respect everybody. Like if you, if you got like the, the high dollar stuff, hey, more power to you. If you're mm -hmm. running uh, Chicago and you're using hex pads from chemical guys, but you're still getting the job done, yeah. I respect you. Like it's hey, whatever. No whatever joke, them hex logic pads though, they're one of my favorites still. I'm, I'm not, I, look, I'm not hating on hex. <laughs> now look, look, I'm not a huge fan of chemical guys. I like yeah, me neither. Stuff. Me neither. Like some of their stuff is really good. Like their invisible interior cleaner is not bad. Mm -hmm. um, uh, their tire kicker tire shine is like one of my favorite products because really? like once once it dries it doesn't it it it, can, it gives you like a really nice like like matte finish on the tire yeah but in my opinion it's like a nice a nice look rather than it being like super wet mm -hmm. uh, but uh, i mean chemical guy stuff i mean it works for some people it's just too expensive for professional grade like yeah yeah and then also like if you if you're running your if you like you, you're opening up like a full detail shop and you only have chemical guy stuff yeah. at that point kind of like yeah you're spending too much like and that's what i liked about their pads was because their pads were actually like the same price as like where if you were they're, to buy uh lake and country yeah their pad their pads aren't terrible for like mm -hmm. smaller shops like if you're yeah. just looking for pads just to get through them and just work you know real quick polish or like a quick cut mm -hmm. polish a hex logic pad is not bad yeah but like open up to like you know the lake county pads and stuff like that and all that all that other stuff yeah. country the lake, lake country, country. <laughs> lake has has the hdo pad stuff like that yeah. and they're good too. like my my wife my she, she says hex pads are, are trash but she <laughs> is i told you she's a roops fan girl oh you guys use roops pads as well yeah oh okay we do no. well not all the time yeah but we still we still have roots pads yeah and we, to tell you the truth roots runs best with roots pads mm -hmm. they, they work really i mean well they, they design the pad they probably design the pads to fit the backing plate like yeah. with the weight and yeah. whatnot but like their their bell their bell pads are really nice they're mm -hmm. um yeah hdo pads are great i love yeah that's that's the, the um is that lake and country hdo yeah. is that lake and country yeah. yeah but it's like it's like the real thick blue pad with like a mm -hmm. gray up great great pad but like when you're first starting off with that pad it's mm -hmm. a little troublesome to work with because you got to break the pad in yeah but, they're pretty firm yeah, of course you're going to prime a pad but at the same time once you get done with like three four panels mm -hmm. that pad's pretty much broken to where it's softer now yeah and you can because like a lot of the times like i I, I tend to go back to like the soft pads that like mm -hmm. I can conform to like a body line or something like that, where you can get in like a corner. And that that's pretty much what I, I love using. So like when she brought HDO pad, when, when we bought those, I was like, this, it's like a fucking brick, man. I'm like, <laughs> you, but once they break in, it's like, all right, it gets a little softer. You work. That's what it. makes them last longer too. That, yeah. That's the bad part about hex logic is they almost get too soft, too quick. They, they, they gum up a lot. Yeah. They gum up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they're garbage. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's in the background. Like they're trash. <laughs> Next, not in this shop. 
Yeah. I, you know what? I'm gonna tell you what, man. The um, the uh, chemical guys has a smell called uh, tap. So it smells like a fresh beer, like a fresh poured okay. beer. Yeah. That's the only thing that like that's the coolest shit that chemical guys has. Yeah. And then yeah, that's how you get. That's how you get. Like when your friends bring their cars in, you mess a little bit up in the in the car. It's like say God forbid they get pulled over. Like you've been drinking. No, <laughs> no man. My detailer put that in here. Detailer yeah. spilling beer on your carpets. Yeah. It's like I yeah. bet. <laughs> I bet. What did you just just get with a late night shift? You're going out drinking during the day, buddy. Yeah. I you know actually, um, Chemical Guys is owned by um hep boys or something some one of those brands like that it's yeah. not valvoline but it's like um midas or pet boys or one of the yeah. that's crazy to me i didn't know they were like that massive yeah yeah chemical guys is huge yeah like granted yeah i mean if, if you like using their stuff i mean hey more power to you you can use yeah it. but at first I mean, at first i think a lot of guys like yeah a lot of guys get the enjoyment of it because like it has that fun sense. It's definitely a DIY. Like, Hey, if yeah. you don't own a detailing business, chemical guys is so fun and enjoyable. Like, um, but when you get on the professional side and when money comes it's in not, into play, not, stop buying it, you know, yeah. like there's so many better, so much better products. It's, it's, it's novelty stuff. I mean, yeah. honestly, it's like, it's like they got eight different bottles for the same product. Mm -hmm. just, they'll change the color of it and tell you exactly. something. And it's just all white labeled type chemical and stuff like that. So that is it for this episode of the Detail Spot podcast. Me and Eric cut it, cut up and just uh, had a good time. It's, it's always a lot of fun talking with him. Um, he's kind of one of the OGs in this in this space. And uh, it's cool to hear some of his stories here, you know, how he, you know, runs his business overall. And uh, so I hope you enjoyed it as well. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you really are enjoying the, the content that's coming from this channel, share it with a friend on social media so that they can get something from it as well. And it's going to help, you know, get exposure for this channel so that we can grow and reach more detailers. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.